Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Continuing on from last week's message, Live by Faith, we will journey through a letter written by the Apostle Peter to those who have received Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. It was written in a time of great persecution against the Jesus followers. The circumstances of this life journey had affected them and many were dispersed throughout Asia. Yet in amongst it all, God through Peter brings reassurance not only of their identity and their future inheritance, but how to live in the fullness of Jesus' victory in the here and now. Peter begins with an assurance for every disciple of Jesus about their salvation and a reminder of the incorruptible eternal inheritance that is received. For it is because of God the Father's abundant mercy, goodness and kindness that he has gifted our salvation to us. Jesus is our living hope, and through his resurrection from the dead, We have an incorruptible and undefiled inheritance. We live in the confident expectation of Jesus' return. And when he does return, we will receive the fullness of our salvation. That is, we receive our glorified eternal bodies that never get sick, never wear out, and never die. Nothing can change our eternal identity or destiny. As heaven came down to us in Jesus, and through his life, death, resurrection and ascension, we are assured of our salvation. But for now, until that glorious day of Jesus' return, when we receive the fullness of our inheritance, we live in the reality of our new identity as a child of God. We are pilgrims journeying through this life as citizens of heaven, at rest in the grace that has been brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Being at rest in God, living in the fullness of the reality of our new identity in Him, is a daily journey. It is a work of God in us, through the surrender of self-will to that of our Father's will. His perfect will, which is good, pure, and right. Where we can receive more of him and his character. Where we are truly free from the controlling, destructive forces of our selfish desires, the evil one, and the ways of this world. All of which are totally opposed to God. So having reminded the recipients of the letter of their true identity in Christ Jesus and assured them of their salvation, Peter reiterates what God declares over every disciple of Jesus. So let us go to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 15 to 16. But as he who called you is holy... You also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. 
Who we choose to give our allegiance to and worship determines not only our eternal destiny, but our identity. Just as Pharaoh in ancient Egypt chose to worship the gods of human creation, he aligned himself with their judgment, destiny, identity and destructive deceptions. Just as in the book of Revelation of Jesus, those who chose to align themselves with evil received the judgment and identity of evil, which is symbolised as the mark of the beast. God, who is holy, declares over all who give their allegiance to him and worship him that we are holy. When we receive God's right to rule and reign and worship only him, we align ourselves with his identity, destiny and truth. At that very moment when we say yes to Jesus, we receive God's Holy Spirit within, and wherever God dwells, it is declared holy ground. So God declares over us, we are sacred, pure, blameless, and consecrated. And He has declared it. When God declares it, It is the truth, for he is truth, and as he speaks, it is so. His word is truth, and endures forever. So let us continue through 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 22 to 25. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God which lives and abides forever, because all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and its flowers fall away, but the word of the Lord endures for ever. Now this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Obeying the truth is saying yes to Jesus. Yes, Lord, yes. Yes, I receive you as my Lord and Saviour. As you speak it, Lord, so be it. Having said yes to Jesus, we become born of spirit. The very essence of God himself dwells within us, his precious Holy Spirit. His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is the Spirit of Truth. We are born of the incorruptible seed of God, an eternal seed that lives forever, the purest of seed that is eternal life, perfect love, absolute truth, and true equality. The Holy Spirit remains within every disciple of Jesus and will never leave us nor forsake us. We have the identity of Jesus and are a child of God, sealed with the Holy Spirit as a guarantee of our inheritance. When we are born of the corrupted seed of humanity, we have a family identity, genetic ancestors. 
no matter what we do, think or say, our physical body remains of that family. The same even more so as a child of God. Nothing we say, do or think can change our identity. The evil one cannot accuse us, as our identity is from God and defined by God and his word remains forever. He alone has the power and authority to define us. And when he speaks, it is so. In Jesus, who is the King of Kings and the Great High Priest, we have his identity. That is, we become a royal priesthood, a holy nation. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9-10 to 10. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people, having been transferred out of darkness into his marvellous light. And in light there are colours and richness and we are part of God's tapestry. He abides in us forever. God's word is faithful and true as he is faithful and true. He has declared it and it is so. We are holy, a royal priesthood. Having said yes to Jesus, we receive his identity, destiny, position and purpose. He is seated in the heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. We receive his position and inherit all things as firstborn sons, male, female, old and young. It is important for us to remember that it is a daily journey of surrender of our selfish desires to that of the Father's selfless will, to be transformed by Him, and live in the reality of who He is and who we are in Him. Peter continues with the daily journey of surrender and receive, and the transformation that God does within us, and how that transformation outworks in our everyday relationships. As he lives in us and is transforming us as we surrender self-will to him. He's transforming us with his character, pouring more of his character into us. We are set free from the destructive forces of our selfish desires. Through our transformed hearts that possess God's love for one another within us, remembering it is his love in us, his fruit of love in us, that we are able to minister to one another. The Spirit of God is the very essence of love. One of the characteristics of God and fruit of the Holy Spirit is sincere, selfless love. 
as we surrender self-will to that of our Father's will. He produces the fruit in us to the glory of God our Father. He creates in us a pure heart, and out of his love in us, he fulfills the command to love one another. The love of God is not false. It is never a performance, and it is never for self-gain or self-glory. God's love is genuine and authentic, and flowed freely from his very essence. He loves fervently and intensely with all of himself, for he is love. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 7 to 11 But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. And above all things, have fervent love for one another for love will cover a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Everyone has been given at least one gift, and every disciple of Jesus has the manifold grace of God. Every gift given is for the benefit of others and not for self. The gifts are not a reflection of the recipient's character or perceived holiness. They are a reflection of God's amazing grace, love, truth and power. Every gift given by God is for the benefit of others. God never used his power or abilities, which of course are limitless, for self-gain. He always used his power and abilities for the benefit of others. That is, for you and for me, for all of humanity. Jesus gave his life for each and every individual throughout human history. It is each one's free choice to receive Jesus and everything associated with him, or reject Jesus and deny the only pathway to salvation, eternal life and light. It is Father God's heart's desire that all will come to him and receive his free gift of himself and everything associated with him. It is God's great love that he gave of himself to even those he knew would never come to him. Each day is a new day to surrender and receive more of him. No matter where we are in this life journey, there is always more with God. Even though we live in a world of inequality and injustice, when we surrender our selfish desires and receive more of his character, being transformed by him, we live in the reality of God's kingdom of equality and respect. Seeing each other equal, serving one another in the gifts that God has given us. 
No matter what position we have in the church or in this world, no matter what age or gender we are, the truth is, God's truth, his perfect truth, is we are all equal. If there is any pride within, that is seeing oneself as greater than another, or lesser than another, we can surrender it to God and receive a greater revelation of his love, truth and power. In surrender of selfish desires to that of the Father's will, drinking daily his living waters, the destructive forces of pride and selfishness are broken. It is out of our transformed hearts, with God's servant heart that he gives us. In his power and authority and love, we are able to minister to others. So having laid the foundation of Jesus, who is our saviour and our salvation, and the daily journey of surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will, being transformed by him, Peter comes to the final exhortation. He sums it all up with a powerful line. He says, Casting, that is literally throw upon, all your care, which in this context is anxiety, worry, and all the distractions of this life, upon God. Simply put, surrender all to God, each and every day and every moment. Peter even tells us the main point of the entire letter in five powerful words. Let us listen carefully. The text states, For he cares for you. God cares for us. God cares for you and he cares for me. And cares is the primary verb of this powerful text. God cares about every aspect of our life. That is the big things and the little things. He so desires us. He lives in us and he wants to be part of our everyday journey in this life. He delights in us and being with us and just hanging together. To think the creator of heaven and earth and all things good cares about you, cares about me, is incredible. Such love, passion, selflessness and amazing grace. We are his witnesses before the world. Out of our transformed hearts and minds, with his spirit flowing freely through to others, the world will see Jesus in us. This life and love relationship with the living God is not a performance. It is a testimony of the amazing grace and endless love of God. Each one in his kingdom is equal, given at least one gift for others, and in surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will. We live in the reality of his care and victory for us. It is God who transforms hearts. God who anoints his truth, and God who sets people free, and to him all the glory. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.